Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room. Today, we're going to talk to you about the Browns win, moving to 10-4. and four. Um, Is Baker Mayfield a top five quarterback? Uh, the AFC North is now up for grabs. The Ohio State Buckeyes are Big Ten champions and are into the college football playoff. We've got some rule changes about COVID coming with the Big Ten as well. Uh, we'll go over the playoff matchups that we're going to see. And then the NBA is actually tipping back off tonight. So we've got that coming too. Lots to get into. we got some, uh, some call-ins that are going to be happening, some other people that are going to get in with us. So we are ready to go. But before all that bullshit. But first. What happened last night on Monday Night Football? <laughs> the Bengals won the fucking Super Bowl. It was our Super Bowl. It's that's depressing right. as fuck, but it was our Super no, Bowl. No, that's all right. That's, that's all right. I've been through many of those Super Bowls. <laughs> I, I just want to point out that the Bengals did not beat the Steelers last night. They fucking punked them. Yeah. They punked them. Yeah, they did. I mean, hitting them, it, it, was, it was just – I have not – I can't remember the last Bengals game that I really enjoyed. Where's like where's years. that been all year? Where has that been all year? I, I that guess defense, especially. I guess not enough people were TikToking. Uh, yeah, that, I you know, no, <laughs> I really think that that's the reason last night happened. Von Bell wanted that hit that he oh, put yeah. on him. He wanted it bad. It, it just makes you wonder though, like why don't players want that more? Do they need that little bit of yeah. extra boost of Juju dancing on the logo? Like, like fuck that, you know. I mean, I'll, I'll go dance on the logo before every game if that's what it takes. But, I mean, start to finish, man, the Bengals were the bully. and Dominated, They're man. usually not the bully. It was so weird because I was like, dude, we're going to lose this shit by 30. I was like, yeah, I, I predicted 41-9 to nine Pittsburgh. I, 40, I, thought, I thought, all right, Pittsburgh's coming off two losses. Here I had 41-7, I think, is yeah. what I text you guys. And then – it, it was weird, man. At the beginning of the game, I'm like, okay, now Zach Taylor's running the fucking ball. And he stuck with Ryan it. Ryan Finley can't throw. But, I mean, it, it, it started to work. I got to give – oddly enough, I have to give Zach Taylor credit. I have to give him a lot of credit for pulling the read option out of his ass where Finley took off a couple times, man, and just wasn't touched. Vanilla Vic is what Mike is what Ryan Finley's going to be called now. That was uh, <laughs> from Ace Boogie on Twitter. He, I mean, and Finley made a couple throws. I mean, he threw one to AJ on the sideline that was just beautiful. He didn't. Throw I, a I actually like wish he. Again, I actually but. wish that they had let him throw a little bit more because he was he he found a rhythm and was really you know hitting his marks. It was, it was weird, man. That that third down where he just got blown up. I thought he died, and he just delivered a strike to move the sticks. That was a big one. It was just a thorough ass whooping. I mean, it was only a seven point game, but. Aside from one drive, right? Ten, wasn't it? 24-14. Oh yeah, they got the they got the last. Uh, oh yeah, the field they, goal did, they did. The they did. That's right. Um, I was blacked out with happiness and screaming on Facebook Live by that point, so I probably just forgot. But I mean, aside from the first drive after halftime, where Pittsburgh went straight down the field, hit a twenty-three yard touchdown to Deontay Johnson. I mean, take away that drive, and they it was. You saw the Bengals do to the Steelers what we always watch the Steelers do to the Bengals. Yeah. It, I mean, it was just so fucking good. It was beautiful. I, 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 I don't know what to say. I haven't 
I can't tell you the last time I was really, really into a Bengals game. Those are the when, when you are a bad team, you know, throughout the year. Those are the games that you appreciate, and like you said, they're your Super Bowl. Um, and not only that, you win that game and you still keep the third pick. So, well, that was the thing. If there was one more game to win this year, it was that one because you got a, a yeah, a two that's game the one you want, quote unquote, lead for the third overall pick. And you can just you're playing with house money, man. House. Everybody picked the Steelers on Monday Night Countdown. Everybody on the internet, myself included, said the Bengals were going to get the shit kicked out of them. And and then Juju, man, he's just out there doing his little TikTok yeah. and saying, "Oh, they want me to change and not be myself." I saw a thing today, and it's accurate. I, I verified it. Juju has 95 TikToks on his TikTok profile. He has 93 yards as the highest receiving yards he's ever had in a game this season. So, so Mike Tomlin does it talks about how it was talking today. He starts talking about how it still stings or whatever. And then the questions brought up: Hey, are you going to have a question? Are you going to have a talk with Juju about dancing on the opposing team's logos? And uh, Tomlin says, "Yes, yes, I am. You know, we got to we got to respect." It's like, wait now. a minute now, <laughs> now because you're losing games, to it's, two, dis- it's disrespectful. <laughs> but when you're w- when you're winning, it was respectful. Like, you know, I'm a big fan of Mike Tomlin, but come on, dude. Well, I was talking to my buddy uh, Andrew Kern, who's a big Steelers fan today. He was he was pretty upset with Tomlin. And I said, you know, Tomlin has grown on me a lot in the last two years as a coach, but he just still just doesn't have control of his team. Like they, guys no. just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Still, and yeah, I saw that on the ticker on ESPN today. He said he does plan to talk to. Him. I'm like, oh, so now he does. Yeah, like, get the hell out of here. Yeah, a little little a little too late. Um. And and your game your game balls, man. So uh, I'm I'm the I'm the first to come in here. I've been the first for two years to come in here and dog the shit out of Zach Taylor. Uh, but Zach Taylor called a great game. Um, offensive game ball, definitely Ryan Finley. Um, defensive game ball, it, it, this is a hard one. Dude, it's either <laughs> Von Bell for just setting the tone or fucking Carl Lawson. Uh, or Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah, or Mackenzie Alexander. <laughs> but the reason I say Carl Lawson, man, he's going up against one of the premier left tackles in the league, uh, Andre Villanueva. And just fucking ate, ate his up. lunch all game long. He just ate his lunch. He's got a he's got a free agent, man. He's trying to get that that, that paycheck. Well, after tonight, after last night, man, you're looking at Mackenzie Alexander needs a check. Carl yeah. Lawson needs a check, and I'm not letting Carl Lawson go if I'm the Bengals. No, absolutely not. Because he he before his injury, when he was a rookie, he he was he was a really good rookie, and I was like, man, he's gonna. He's going to be good, and then uh, unfortunately the injury happened. But he looks to be getting back to himself, and you know, then moving on from Dunlap has opened uh, opened the door for him to really, you know, show his talents. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I like pairing him with Hubbard. And I mean, it, <laughs> I, I just keep laughing. I this is probably the happiest you'll hear me behind these mics this whole fucking year. Well, we only got what one more episode before the year's over, but it is just so weird to me that that it happened. I was like. Am I having a fucking dream? Because they said that December twenty first, all the, some planets were gonna some shit on the internet. Some planets were gonna align, and we were all gonna have this spiritual enlightenment and shit that was supposed to happen. I think it happened in Paul Brown Stadium last night. <laughs> and we, Burrow, man, he's like, yeah, let's go. He's like, this is way less fun with watch. I think if Burrow plays, that game might have been even worse. Can can I let's let's talk about a little bit of the bad here? Obviously, even as a Brown as a Browns fan, I'm fucking stoked. Now the Browns, we'll get get into this a little bit later. We were but, all together last. Yeah, night. Yeah, we were all together. Ohio was. <laughs> 
together last night up against Pittsburgh, and you know the Bengals did their thing and, and got the job done. But we we do have to talk about you know the uh, the, the bad here, man. Um, unfortunately, and because I'm not jumping off of what I've been saying for two years, and I, I'm pretty sure you're not going to either. But unfortunately, this might save Zach Taylor's job <laughs> yeah. another year. I said that last night. I was like, oh shit. I personally was. I had already said I thought he was keeping it regardless. But I think that all but confirms it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I wasn't sure. I, you know, I, I didn't know. You know, they probably were. They probably were. But after, you know, you, you see a team, uh, a two-win team, still fighting for their coach the way they do. I mean, he must be a – Which is weird because yeah. he's had so many issues with players. Right. And, he, and you know, and he's still yet to win on the road or, you know, or whatnot. But what, whatever. Let's, Drake Kirkpatrick hit me up on Instagram. I, I didn't even tag him. He just follows me. And I had a picture of Zach Taylor. I was making fun of him. He's like, I hate that dude. He yeah. He ran me out because he didn't like me. Yeah, and that's what that's what he said. You you sent me the screenshot of it. but And, that, and that's weird. So, I don't know – I don't know. I, you know, obviously you always want to beat Pittsburgh, but, you know, do you want to keep – Do you, is it enough to make you want to keep Zach Taylor around? Now, unfortunately, for Bengals fans, or fortunate enough for Bengals fans, you know, you got to hope that you do eat your own words, and maybe maybe this is a turning point to where, uh, you know, he's, he, he's just able to get the team together. He's like, it, oh, shit, we it, can run it? Right, it happens. <laughs> I mean, because the play calling last night was outstanding – for a two-win football team, um, so you 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 do see things that he he can do when he wants to do them. Maybe he just got too excited with Burrow. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, you know. So, but what do you think? Are are you okay? Do you are do you want to keep him another year after that perform? I mean, no. Because what I am doing this is kind of like when you start a. Asking me about Baker Mayfield the right. day after he lit up the Titans, and you're like, "Well, you know what? You, you know, it's like well, I don't know how I'm going to feel because right now my fucking head's in the clouds." So, right, because right now to you guys, Zach Taylor looks like gold because he he was great last night. So, uh, yeah, but then I think about all these one possession games from this year and last year. Th- and things, you know, sometimes you know, the, things just click. People, you know, so. people have compared, and, and, and this is, isn't me making the comparison, but I've seen a lot of people saying, look at Kyle Shanahan's first two years with the Niners. He was shit. Mm-hmm. And then look what happened. It's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, maybe. But I think he keeps his job. I thought he kept his job before last night, but I think now he does definitely. And looking at it from that way, I don't want him to come back. He probably is. So I start looking at it as, okay, then get him veteran assistance. Get mm-hmm. fucking Jim Turner out of there who's just his buddy. Yeah. Get him some good, solid veteran assistance that can maybe teach him something and see what we can do. Because there have been a few times in his in his tenure that he's called some pretty damn good games. Now, there have been multiple times where he's called very, very bad games. Um, so, I mean, it's it, it's it's up there. It could be a turning point. I I hope it is. Um, I, I hope it's not as big a, big enough of because a turning there, point to lose the third pick, though. Right. <laughs> there, there's nothing you guys want more than to eat your own words and want this guy yeah, to be good. Prove me wrong, dude. You know, yeah. you, this, this is all you guys want. I mean, we can relate to one another where all we want to do is win. We just want to win football games and fucking be happy. You know? Yeah, I don't <laughs> you care know? who the fucking coach is. Because football makes us happy. That's why we fucking do this show here. But, yeah, man. Um, and But I got to talk about the other bad thing that I personally – Maybe I'm looking too far into this, okay? Okay. But I, I gotta, I got, I gotta get this off my chest, and then I want you to think about it for a minute and let me know what you think. I hated Burrow's tweet last night. I felt like that tweet was a "Hey guys, don't forget about me, look at me" type tweet. I, eh. I, I, I would have rather seen Joe Burrow hyping up 
like when when the fucking Steelers played the Cowboys, you seen every Browns player on there talking about uh, Garrett Gilbert, just hyping him up. I yeah. would have loved to seen Burrow just just lead and just just start talking about Ryan Finley, like you know you know you can do this or whatever. But to me, it was a kind of a look at me tweet, and I, I just didn't like it. Well, Burrow's not a big Twitter guy. You'll mm-hmm. see some guys that are that are hurt. Um, you know, DJ Reader was doing it last night, kind of tweeting throughout the game, hyping people up. Burrow's not really that kind of guy. If you look at his Twitter but do you, feed, but do you see the difference though between a Reader tweet and the and a Burrow tweet? But but Reader's a heavy Twitter user. Yeah, Burrow's really not because maybe, like, and, and maybe I am looking far into it. I I just didn't like that in. And I think also it's because it was Monday Night Football. Mm -hmm. He was a rookie. You know, he had his Thursday nighter against the Browns, but, like, this was going to be his one shot at Monday Night Football. But, if like, the last tweet he sent before that was when he tore his ACL and his MCL and all that, and he's like, hey, I appreciate the love. I'll see you next year. Um, I don't think think it was a, hey, look at me, don't forget about me. I think it was just like – Damn, I'd love to be playing Monday Night Football right now. And then right. you know, the he tweeted twice. You know, it was yeah. that, and then at the end of the game, he tweeted "Yes, sir" in all caps. I personally don't have a problem with it. I didn't take it that way. I could see how maybe you could. I just think that knowing like he's just not a big Twitter guy, mm-hmm. so I think it was just like, oh, Monday Night Football, it sucks. I wish I could play there. You know, because his he said confirmed watching is not as fun as playing. I I don't per I could see I guess how you could think that, but I don't personally have an issue. I with just it. I would have loved to seen him. Just hype up Ryan Finley a little bit there, just because everybody's doubting Ryan Finley. I mean, everybody, literally everybody. Nobody thought the Bengals were going to win that game because of Ryan Finley. We all talked before, and we said maybe even with Brandon Allen, they keep this close. Um, yeah. You know, just with how the Steelers have been playing. But I just think it would have been it would have been cool. And then you know, just tweeting even throughout the game during good plays and just hyping up the team. I don't know. Maybe I am taking it wrong. That's just personally, I I, I just didn't. I, di- I didn't like it to me. It was a look at me tweet, and I could be totally off there. And if so, my apologies. But, but uh, leave that man alone. <laughs> hey, the biggest thing is, is the Bengals beat the Steelers, and, and fucking dude, that was just that was fun to watch. That was a that was it was going to be tough to follow up the Monday night game before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so uh, for the Bengals to come out and, and shit, I'm going to say they embarrassed the Steelers last night. That was just fun to watch. Um, I. I'm not jumping completely off the Pittsburgh train, though, man. Let's let's, let's talk about them for a minute. Ben, well, well, Ben is still Ben, but what I want to do here real quick is let's get a report from what the scene was like in Paul Brown Stadium last night. We got Drew Layton on the phone from uh, the Caveman Media Podcast. He was there on Monday Night Football in the jungle. I want to just – just just ha, ha, first off, how's it going, man? You feeling all right today? Did you get hammered last night? Uh, no, considering, you know, our governor, the the wonderful fella he is, you know, cut beer sales off at 10 p.m. Oh, he did? <laughs> I thought they got an extension. No. No. Last call was 9.59 at the stadium. What a clown. Yeah, he should get impeached for that alone, not being able to get shit house when the, you know, Bengals are up on Pittsburgh Monday Night Football. Just shocking that's, the world. Yeah, that's a disgrace. Well, so what what was the scene like, man? Because I, I all, there's always a lot of Pittsburgh fans there, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it was about as rowdy as you know nine thousand people could get. Yeah, <laughs> I would say you know uh, there was a I would say fifty fifty split probably between Pittsburgh and Bengals fans. You know, Shit, that's good wave- for us. <laughs> they're all waving those stupid ass towels. I call them the crybaby <laughs> towels, but. <laughs> they have to deal with all those cocksuckers swinging those around constantly. 
<laughs> and we got Chad in here. He's a big Browns fan, so he he is thanking us for for knocking them down because they're in the they're in the race for the division now. Yeah, Cody even uh, tweeted out a who day last night. That was <laughs> that was kind of shocking. Who day? I, I don't know if you went that far. I didn't see any who day tweets. Oh, we got plenty of who days. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but it was it was good. So you uh. You went down there, so did you see anything cool afterwards? Any fights or like? Because when I went to the Bengals Steelers playoff game in 2015, there was dudes pissing on each other. Was it that rowdy? <laughs> oh no, n- not even a little bit. I mean, we I had four tickets, uh, four tickets next to me. I sold 200 bucks each. The nice. guys that came were from Pittsburgh, got a hotel, and left at halftime. <laughs> oh, I love that. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Oh yeah, my grandpa, who's my grandpa's from right outside of Pittsburgh, he was like, "These cocksuckers have been doing this to us for years. It's good, it's good for them." So, so my my question is this: Were they silent the whole game? Oh, at first they were, you know, all amped up. They were thinking they're going to kill us. Then about the, after their third three and out, it was silent. You heard nothing from them. None of those stupid towels waving. It was. I've never been. You know, I was at that playoff game in 2015, and even then, it never was like that. I mean, I've never seen us just stun them like that before. That, that's what I said before we brought you on. I said we did to the Steelers what the Steelers normally do to us. We fucking punked them, dude. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we aren't the ones getting dumbass 15-yard penalties and everything else. That that's a shock for us. I mean, it was we're usually refreshing. Mike, hey Drew. My question is this: Where in the hell has that defense been all year? Uh, I don't know. I I was one. I'm sure Drew is probably in the same boat, calling for Louisiana Rumo. But I, after the last four weeks, I think my mind might be changed on that. Well, my mind is, is changing on Lou a little bit. But we asked this question. I don't really know your feelings all that much on Zach Taylor. Where do you stand on Zach Taylor after last night's showing? Um. I still would prefer him not to be our coach, but I could, I'd put my life savings that says that game just saved his job. I think so, too. I think he was keeping it regardless, but I think that last night just locked it in. Oh, yeah, there's there's no way he gets fired. No, that, no chance. That, to I me, had a – this. I hate him, but he did outcoach Mike Tomlin last night. He, he came in with, with a game plan because of how hard – Pittsburgh's edge rushers come down, and he saved that Ryan Finley pool the entire night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say is I don't think anybody's seen, seen the RPO coming with Ryan Finley. Um, but, yeah, speaking of Zach Taylor, the feel I get would be like if Jim Harbaugh would have beat the Buckeyes. I think his job's safe. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. that. That's a pretty good comparison, honestly. We don't got to bring up Harbaugh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he didn't rank Ohio State 11th, so. Yeah, yeah, you guys got beef with Dabo. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on. I wanted to get a, a true Bengals fan's perspective of the, the, the scene inside Paul Brown Stadium last night. Um, everybody can check you guys out on uh, Caveman Media. You guys drop a nice podcast around the area, too. So uh, glad to have you on, man. Who day? Yeah, who day? I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks, bud. So that was the scene inside Paul Brown. I wanted to yeah. – I bet you could hear a, uh, just a, a pencil drop when – dude. We were in the car last night. I can't even remember where we went. Oh, we went to pick up food before the game. My girlfriend, it was like 6 o'clock. She was like, hey, we should get tickets. And I was like, fuck no. I was like, I'd rather put my dick in a meat grinder is what I said. That was my <laughs> my actual response. Ouch. And then about halftime, she was like, 
See, we should have fucking went. I'm like, damn, that would have right. been fun to be at. She even, but you would, you wouldn't expected that. She you're lucky. You'd, you're lucky you'd have went down there and would have seen a forty to nine game. Yeah, we would have left at halftime. Yeah, but she said she was like, what if they go down there and shock everybody? I was like, it's not gonna fucking happen. And yeah. my tickets were like fairly cheap, but now at, at halftime she just looked at me. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> so uh, let's let's switch this over real quick, and I want to ask you this question. The the Steelers' remaining schedule, this week is the Colts, next week is the Browns and could be for the AFC North, and then it's the playoffs. Are the Steelers winning another football game this year? I mean, I could see them losing to the Colts. Easy, I mean, easily. They, I just watched them lose to the Bengals, um, and the Colts have been playing pretty good football. I think that they could lose to the Colts. And who's after that? I'm sorry. The Browns. Oh, yeah, shit. Week 17. Yeah. I think they're going to be playing for the division on week 17. And that's in Cleveland, it's right? in Cleveland with fans. With Yeah, with fans, 12,000 at least. I mean, 12,000 Cleveland fans can probably get pretty fucking loud. Um, Baker had to – Yeah, had yeah to, I saw had, that. said he couldn't hear down in the crowd with 12,000 fans. He had to fucking calm the crowd down. Oh, my God, dude. They, I, I think Cleveland beats this team for sure. I think the Colts beat them, but – I, I don't know. I, I don't trust Phillip Rivers a whole ton. So I, I could see Pittsburgh maybe getting right and, and squeaking one out in a close game against them. But, dude, I think Cleveland puts it on them. I think Baker makes throws that Finley couldn't last night, even though Finley had a good night, that, that put that thing further out of reach, just like how I felt if Burrow would have been playing, it might have been you know a wider margin. I could see them losing out. I mean, you're going to drop five straight going into the playoffs? That's if crazy, the, yeah. If, if they lose to the Colts – the Browns take care of the Jets next week, which maybe may not be maybe. a given anymore. <laughs> but let's say that they do. Does that mean they're playing for the division on Sunday? If, if the, the Browns the beat the Jets and the Colts beat the Steelers, yes. Week 17 is for the AFC North division. Are you going to go? Dude, I'm going to go. <laughs> I think go. you would have to, right? After yeah. all you guys have been through, I think you'd have to. Let's transition this over, man. My Browns played last sun- played on Sunday night football. Uh, a big win, twenty to six over the New York Giants. Now I know I, I know New York doesn't have the record, but they do have a defense. Their defense is good. Uh, the offense is not there, especially without Danny Dimes. But let's talk about the one and only number six, Baker Mayfield. Uh oh, uh oh. Have you ha- have you? This is better than rookie Baker. He's it lighting is. it up. You listen. You're a Bengals fan, and you sent out a text that I couldn't wait to say, or you sent out a message on Twitter last night at, like, fucking 2 o'clock. Yeah, I, I was up late. I don't know if you are right, <laughs> but, I, yeah, I know you couldn't sleep last night. But you said, now thinking about it, right now Baker Mayfield is the best quarterback in the division. He is. He is. He's better they, than Lamar. He's they, better than Ben. They're – Baker right now, right now, now. Guys playing football right now. Guys playing football right now from, from week seven until now. So when Odell went out, so from week, week seven when they played the Bengals to now, Baker is playing like a top five quarterback. By like and every account of the numbers. It. Yeah, every account of the numbers. Technically, he's the third behind Rodgers and Mahomes. And oh, be- shucks. And, be- <laughs> and beating them in some categories. You know, I don't want to get overhyped for it, but watching him on Sunday Night Football, dude, he went 23 of 28, was over 300 yards and threw a screen that went backwards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, dude, and he was just fucking slicing them up. 17 to 19 in the first half. Yeah, I mean, but he, he was dealing, dude. 
I and and I, I say this all the time. I've never been a Baker hater. Um, I I I had gotten on him and shit here just a few weeks ago, but. I was watching ESPN today, man. I work from home, so I got a lot of ESPN time. Max Kellerman, he and, and I know Browns fans have said this before, but I don't know. He said it today, and he was just like, look, man. He was like, this guy has never had a good coach. Mm-hmm. He had Hugh Jackson, who at his time was the worst head coach in the league. Uh, then he had, you know, interim Greg Williams, who is maybe out of the league forever now after getting fired from the Raiders. Uh, and then he had Freddie Kitchens, aka Freddie Bathrooms, who called plays on on Sunday night for the Giants. I thought he that called was cool. a he called a pass from on fourth down <laughs> from like it was from the kicker or the punter, the punter to, to the, the center. center. <laughs> Freddie gonna Freddie, dude. <laughs> I mean, it it oh, was just man. too good. But but on Baker, I just I don't know, man. I I, I can't hate on the guy. How can you? I you mean, can't right now. They, he had no haters Sunday night. It was fucking boring. Even like the Bengals fans that give you shit. Nobody really? was saying shit. They knew what was up. I, I they mean, know what you, time it is. If you watch the game, what do you say? You can't. There's nothing you can say when someone plays that good. And this isn't just this. this see, it started as okay. You did it once. Show me it again. Yeah. And then okay, you did it twice. Show me again. Now that now that it's kind of like fuck. And Kellerman said he's like you know he's he's settling into a, a an offensive system. And a team with a good head coach, and he's he and he has never had that, and we got to give him that. His his eyes, his and you, I think you noticed this too. You and me, you and Austin were talking, but he's he's looking one way and going the other. So he's setting up the safeties. He's going through his progressions. Yeah, if one's off. not there, two's not there, three's not there. He's going to his fourth option. I mean, he's getting the protection's great. Obviously, the offensive line is just straight balling. Um, big shout outs to Nick Harris who stepped in for Chris Hubbard who man, it, stepped in for Wyatt Teller and that rookie like played his been, ass off. It looked like it could have been ugly early, man. Teller was out and then Hubbard went down. You guys were like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, Harris came in and played nice against a good defensive line oh, too. Great it's not, defensive line. It's not like they were playing the Titans or somebody. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know, man. I I, I said the I've told people I think I identify with Browns fans a bit just because of like you know long suffering fan bases. So, I'll give you guys this year, but next year when you're still good, then fuck you guys because you're going to be like a rival because hopefully we're going to be better. But for right now, man, I mean, if you watch the game, and and, and me and you are both kind of the same to where we're not huge like numbers, 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 numbers when talking about a quarterback. No, because the eye test does a lot. But the eye test on him has been good too. He's thrown one pick in like a month and a half, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He has 25 touchdowns to eight interceptions, and he's he's thrown one pick since week seven. I mean, he's taking care of the football. He's making the throws. And I was telling you guys, I was like, this game was weird because the Giants did a pretty good job slowing down that running game, really. Yeah, Nick Chubb only 50 yards. They put it on Baker shoulders and baker said fuck it let's do it so yeah, now now teams are stacking the box and it's opening up one-on-one coverage and now now game planning is even harder because you're like fuck now if he can beat us with his arm we can't stack the box but if we don't stack the box they're gonna run all over so yeah six the, weeks ago if they shut the giant the giants shut that running game down six weeks ago baker's probably gonna fuck up and it's weird man something has just clicked it's all of a sudden it's after odell went down um, you know, he had, we had three, and I know you don't use it as an excuse, but looking back, you almost have to now, three bad weather games, you know, where he couldn't really throw the ball, where it had to be run the ball. And, and then ever since then, since the Tennessee game, dude, it's just been, he's dealing. I mean, he's, he's playing, dude, he's playing incredible. I attribute it a lot to the fact that they got into this new system 
with no preseason, yep. no OTAs, training camp was limited. They do all this shit on Zoom virtually, which, as you know, it's just not going to be the same as even if you're just in a meeting room with a whiteboard. It's just not the same. And I think part of it is that they're coming into their own, and he's finding that groove. Maybe it's clicking. He understands what's going on in the system better now. He understands the reads better now. Obviously, having a great line isn't going to hurt him. Um, but, I mean, he, you know, he lost his top two tackles in the game last or Sunday night and, and still continued to deliver. So something's clicking with him. I mean, I, I, it's probably too early to bring this up, but there is no way in hell if I'm the Cleveland Browns do I bring Odell back into the mix next year. I want to I want to hit on him in a minute, but I wanted to hit because you were throwing stats out there. Baker Mayfield is the number one quarterback in the league on play action. Well, we he beats Rodgers. He be I mean, just when he's when he can split the field in half, and you know, get the receivers running one way and the defensive ends or, and defensive backs and linebackers going the other, he delivers, and, and and it's 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 a beautiful sight. And but but here recently, it's been out of the gun. I mean, yeah. it's just been almost where Stefanski's like, shit, I can just put it on his shoulders. And we said going into this year. With Stefanski's system, we said he's going to get a lot of play action. That's where Baker's at his best. I mean, I, I remember saying it over and over again, and it's happening there. But, yeah, you're right. He is he is getting back in the gun as well, and he's taking care of business from there. So it's just – I don't know, man. I, I just don't – I hate on Lamar Jackson a lot because I think Lamar can't fucking drop back and throw the ball. Um, I mean, they beat the Jags by a shitload and yay, whatever. But – um, so I, I'm a Lamar hater from the standpoint of him as a quarterback, but I just ne- I don't know. I've never really had a problem with Baker. I still think the progressive commercials are fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that it's really just something that I'm okay with for now. And if the Browns are consistently good, and then I'm gonna probably be like fuck them because then we're gonna have to beat them. Because right now I was like, all right, I know <laughs> all right season's over. Yeah, yeah. So now you know what? Fuck it, man. You and Austin are my good friends. I got some other buddies that are Browns fans. It's Ohio. They're not Pittsburgh. They're not Baltimore. Fuck it, man. Go do something. I don't care. Well, speaking of the Browns and speaking of Baker Mayfield, you had a Bengals caller, rightfully so. Great win last night. Let's get a Browns caller in here. Austin, my Browns buddy. What's up, dude? What's going on, boys? What's up, buddy? Austin, man, these Browns are 10 and 4. Uh, Baker Mayfield just sliced up the Giants' defense, a good defense, a top 10 defense. Um, and the dude is just playing out of his mind right now. What do you think? What are you thinking right now as a 10 and 4 Browns fan? You know, honestly, it's, it's kind of hard to wrap my head around it. Um, we had so many ups and downs, I guess, over the last two years. We thought rookie year Baker, we thought for sure we had our guy. And then, you know, the second year came on, he had a bit of a slump. Blame on coaching, blame on whatever it was. And even into the first half of this year, he played some good defenses. He struggled. Um, but finally, I don't know if it clicked or – if it just takes that long, I know obviously with COVID and everything, it was a compressed uh, off season, no preseason, but man, it is clicking and firing on all cylinders right now. And there's a lot to be excited about. So word is you have a hot take about Baker Mayfield. What Not is just Baker? Okay. Okay. Well then uh, let's hear it. I want to hear this. Yeah. Fuck so me up with this. Three years ago. Baker Mayfield was my guy coming out of Oklahoma. Yep, I can verify that. Him and nobody else. The one guy I did not want was Josh Allen. 
<laughs> I wanted nothing to do with Josh Allen. I didn't think he had the accuracy to play in the NFL. But I'm, uh, obviously, I'm dead. I was dead wrong on that. But here's the deal. Right now, as we enter Week 16, Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield are the one and two top quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, in the wait in the whole league, they're playing better right now than anybody else is. Did Pat Mahomes, Mahomes retire? Are, he's got four interceptions over the last two games. Oh, oh shit! The last eight games. So you're saying they are right now, like. Where the season right sits. Correct. You t- I'm not saying long term or if this is going to last. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But I can tell you right now, there's there's nobody playing better than those two guys. Did you watch Ryan Finley last night? <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody here knows that I'm no Bengals fan. But I was I was yelling who day. I even had money on Pittsburgh. But shit, that door is wide open for the Browns and the AFC North. And, and I can't think anybody other than Ryan Finley and <laughs> and Zach Taylor. So, uh, is the are the Browns winning the division? Yes. Honestly. Yeah. I think yes. So you think Pittsburgh loses this week to Indy? Obviously, we beat the Jets, and you think Week 17 at First Energy uh, Stadium, the Cleveland Browns are knocking off the Pittsburgh Steelers and ripping away the division from them. If if it goes to Week 17 and the division is on the line, the Browns are winning the division. And Chad said it on t- on Twitter. That's going to be flex. That's going to be a Sunday nighter for that sure. That's going to be a Sunday night game. There's no doubt about it. Um, look, look at Pittsburgh. How how do you expect them to go play? And I don't know exactly where the Colts rank at this point in the season, but you're going to play a top ten defense, or you're at home against a top ten defense whose offense has finally come together. Yeah, they can run I the ball. How do you how do you see Pittsburgh as what they are right now? bouncing back on a short week and winning that game. Yeah. There's no way I see that happening. I don't either. That's what that's what I was saying earlier. I think that the, it may be close for some reason, but I don't think that they win it. I I expected and I think a lot of people expected Pittsburgh to find themselves again last night against Cincinnati. Yeah, for Cincinnati sure. Cincinnati came out and punched them in the face repeatedly. <laughs> they were hitting, I mean they played physical um and Pittsburgh's offense is just non-existent outside of that that short pass to, to claypool on the left side that he broke for a big game well i mean what was there well they're good at dancing uh tiktok <laughs> yeah, yeah i saw our uh, famous tiktoker there he went viral last night i got seventeen thousand. Yeah. Oh, i thought you meant me i got seventeen thousand views last night <laughs> did you really yeah no shit wow well <laughs> i thought you meant me man who the fuck is sir yacht Austin in the power rankings. Where are the Browns? In look, if we were the NFC, I would say we were going to the Super Bowl. That's where I would be. The NFC is full of pretenders. I agree. I'm not confident in a single team coming out of the conference. Uh, if I had to put my money, I'm going with my preseason prediction, saying the Packers, just because it looks like the playoffs have to go through Lambeau, and that's the hard place to play. But that being said, I don't think any of them are legit. I think it's very hard to see anyone other than the Bills or the Chiefs. And maybe, maybe if this keeps rolling like it is, the Browns losing. So, so right now, right now I got them either fifth or sixth. I can't make up my mind with the Saints because they only lost to the Chiefs by three points. And, and the Drew, are, Drew the Brees didn't look good. Because, because of their pass rush. They are a legit threat if they can get after you 
just like they did Mahomes, they're going to cause some problems. Um, and even with Breeze not looking great, they still score points. Yeah. So um, I'd have the Chiefs one, the Bills probably two, the Saints three, and then probably going to say Green Bay, even though I don't trust their run defense. I think a, a Bills or a Cleveland would run all over them. Uh, even the Titans, they're going to struggle with the Titans. Um, luckily, the Titans have an uh, atrocious defense, so Rodgers and company should be fine. Um, and then I probably have to say the Browns. We're, we're talking – so here's what we're talking. The Browns have the tiebreaker over Indianapolis and Tennessee because they've already beat them. If the right. Packers – if the say the Packers are to beat um, – if, if the Packers are to beat Tennessee – and if the even if the Colts beat the Steelers, the Browns have that tiebreaker. If if the Steelers Steelers lose out and the Browns win out, the Browns are going to be the third seed. Damn. Right. Unless unless for some reason uh, Buffalo drops the game, and then you're looking at a two seed. Yeah, right. As of right now, the way it looks, if if the Browns were to beat Pittsburgh, they would then again host Pittsburgh wild card week at home again <laughs> how much money you playoffs. guys how much money you guys Regardless about to spend on happens, tickets there's a solid chance that cleveland and pittsburgh play back-to-back games yeah Whew. yeah whether it's pittsburgh's a wild card or cleveland's a wild card and whoever wins as we know divisional games are divisional games it's hard to beat a team twice let alone three times would you rather so, play pittsburgh back-to-back or would you rather play tennessee I'd rather play Tennessee again. I would too. I don't. I, I don't trust their defense. They have a great I, offense. Ryan Tannehill's nice. Derrick Henry, Corey Davis, AJ, uh, AJ Brown. The offense is legit. But their defense, as good as their offense is, might be worse than as good than than as good as the offense is. Correct. I agree one hundred percent. Mike Tomlin's a great coach too. They have a great defense. They're gonna get home eventually. They're gonna rattle Baker. I don't want to see that again. If we if we do knock them off week seventeen. Um, I'm not interested in playing them again. Just to, they're going to have more film. They're going to, uh, they're just too smart, too seasoned. They know what playoff football is all about. This is going to be a first time for all of, all of our guys. Well, um, if they win the division, that is the matchup, right? Like for um, sure. We don't know. Oh, okay. It depends on how everything else shakes out. The Tennessee the game. Have, yeah. Oh, right, sorry, guys. I have a chance at winning the division still. I haven't looked at playoff seating in a few years. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> it's just so it's so right now. I mean, the AFC is looking at not having a team with worse than 11 wins. The AFC um, is loaded. I, I I just don't. I it, what no team beating another team outside of right now to me the Chiefs would shock me. It wouldn't shock me if a, a six or if a seven beat a two or if a three beat a, 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 a six beat a three. None of that would shock me because these teams are good. The AFC is way better than the NFC this year. I agree 100%. Like I said, I mean, you just had the Rams, who I thought was the most complete NFC team, who had the offense and the defense when they're clicking. They just lost to the 0-13 Jets. So – like I, I, I've said it all year. I think the NFC is full of pretenders, and I don't trust any of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that statement a hundred percent. So you right now. So I just want to get this straight. Right now, to you, being uh, Baker Mayfield is a top five quarterback. Or are you sticking with top two? Right now, I say he's playing as a top two quarterback. But overall, I, I, I say he. You can't have him outside your top five right now, which is just crazy because of how 
sluggish the start of the season was. It, yeah. it just all has come together. And you're not talking and, about the whole season because you know people are going to rip you when they hear this shit. I'm giving uh, them all your oh, Twitter. You're, oh, you're, you're going to get ripped, and that's okay. But, you know, you just got to stick by it. What I, what I will go on the ledge and say with the overall season, but right now how Baker is playing, Baker is definitely a top 10 quarterback right now. I, to me, that's not even debatable. You look at every PFF stat, you look at the numbers, he's thrown one interception since Odell went down, which is just absurd. And we've already tried to wrap our heads around why he's so much better without Odell, but he just is. And the offense is just is just rolling. He's done it against good defenses. All those Steelers and NFL fans who said, oh, his 22 straight passes against the Bengals were just because it's the Bengals. Well, what did Ben Roethlisberger do last night? That's right. Damn right. So the last thing I want to talk about here with you, and we're going to keep it on the Browns, is maybe something a little bit more negative. Odell Beckham Jr., not one tweet congratulating the Browns. Not one. Just He's not saying anything about the Browns. He's he's posting his rehab. I, I, I just don't like it. I, I, I'm not a fan right now of Odell not trying to be a part of this team. Well, and the thing is, is that that locker room is is really, it's it's pretty high energy. Like they all rally around each other. They all like to have fun with each other. Jarvis is scoring touchdowns, throwing up the one three for Odell, and there's just nothing coming. Which we don't know what happens behind closed doors. Those guys could be on the phone texting, doing whatever every day, and we'd have no idea, right? Right. But that being said, I would like to see you, you know, cheering on your team who's about to make the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. Um, sure, you, I know you I know you went through a thing, but maybe he knows. I mean, maybe reality is there and he just knows that they're a better team without him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's, I, I, it's I a don't know. I, complex situation. If I'm the Browns, I just don't see how I can how I can keep him. I, I just if you can trade him for some kind of asset, I think you have to because I think that's why you're seeing them trying to uh, give Higgins the contract extension. Jarvis yep. is going to be there. Jarvis, Jarvis is one of the ones that's changed this culture completely. For sure. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones is there. The uh, Kadero Hodge. I mean, there's just a lot. I mean, yeah, Hooper, uh, just with the tight ends. I just I don't see a spot for him now. That's a lot of money, and you have a lot well, of players exactly. you're going to have to pay. That's exactly where I was going is you got – in Joku, which he said he wants out, but does he really? We're winning. Every winning one solves everything. Um, you got Ward coming up. You got Baker coming up. I mean, there's just a lot of, and there's holes. I mean, there's we we know that the linebackers aren't what they could be. Um, we got Grant Delpit coming back, but the safeties haven't been, you know, amazing. Oh, so, oh, oh, let's talk about Carl. No, we won't go there. But man, Carl Joseph has played yeah, outstanding. He, yeah, he's been outstanding, and, and there's no way you can keep him off the field because yeah that's 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 touchdown in the first quarter against the giants um 10 tackles just yeah he was everywhere there's there's no way you can keep that guy off the field and that's the veteran like presence that you need for a bunch of young guys is i mean he's he's no i'm not saying he's old by any means but he's played right well austin hey man i appreciate you uh calling in here and getting on the show man and uh, hopefully these next couple games we're watching together, man, because these are important games, and and we, and we got to beat the Jets this weekend and, and go from there. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate it. Um, this weekend, we're rooting. We're uh, Colts fans. We're Raiders fans. We're Patriots fans. And we're Giants fans. That's right. Hey, go Browns. Go Browns, man. See you, bud. So, that is it, man. Austin with some hot some takes. Heat. He brought some heat there. Let us know what you guys think about those. Uh, you know, and I am... I think more of what Austin is trying to say is 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 Baker's playing like a top two quarterback. I wouldn't go no, that far. I, I wouldn't go sure. that far because of Mahomes and, and Rodgers. But and actually, I would put Josh Allen in that category with Mahomes and Rodgers. But if if right now if you put Baker fourth, fifth, sixth, I would not argue it because I actually think he's playing better than Russell Wilson right now. Um, oh shit! He, he is right now. He is playing better than Russell Wilson. I think you're right. Um, but I'm not going to put him in front of Pat and 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 A Rod and and Josh Allen. They're those guys are playing out of their minds. Um, I think he's you know he's looking at the stats and and, and that's okay. And you know from the eye test, I got Baker four or five right now within with not oh the whole overall year just the last couple weeks. I mean he you can't deny that. If you want to talk to Austin about his takes on Baker Mayfield, his Twitter is at ALS016. <laughs> Blow his ass up. So let's uh let's let's talk college football here real quick. The uh the Buckeyes uh get into a Big Ten championship game that they never should have been in. Uh they beat Northwestern. Justin Fields looks like shit. Um that's that's Hey, let him. me ask you this. Before we <laughs> before you jump on the Buckeyes. Did they get it right? Did the committee get the top four right? No, but I don't think that they – there was no possible way that they could have gotten it right because it should be six at a minimum, I think eight. I don't, I, think, they could, I don't think they were in a position where they could have got it right. I'm going to agree with you and say no, they did not get it right, but they did get the top three right. Yeah, um, yeah. Four is always where it gets money. You know, and 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 I spent a little bit of Sunday or or Saturday, whenever it was, talking a little bit about the team that got in fourth, and and I want to backtrack just a little bit and explain myself. What? Um, I've never heard you. I backtrack. definitely see Alabama at one. I think we would agree. Alabama, Mac Jones and and Devontae Smith is just balling. Um, Clemson. Right there, too. We knew they were going to be one and two. Ohio State, you cannot not have Ohio State in there when they haven't lost. Um, plus, when they played in the in the in the Big Ten championship, they were down twenty two players, um, a lot, you know, some starters. Now the fourth team, I I'm on record to actually telling you that I thought that in the first game Notre Dame was going to beat Clemson because yeah. they didn't have Trevor. Now. So I don't want to sit there. I called them frauds. I'm not so sure that they're frauds. My point with why I don't think Notre Dame should have gotten should have gotten in is they just lost to a playoff team. You just got waxed by Bad, a playoff yeah. team. Bad. And I don't think that that should get you in. That that's my thing. Is like, okay, I think Alabama's a little bit better than Clemson. So why do we want to watch Alabama beat up on Notre Dame as well? And and the argument from Notre Dame fans I can understand is okay. So the next team up that everybody was kind of clamoring for was A and M. They played a playoff team. Mm-hmm. They got fifty two. That ain't put the on team I'm clamoring for. You either, right? No, no. Um, and I mean, come on, man. The two loss Oklahoma Sooners over UC. I don't come care on. if UC would get ran by. I, I don't, don't care. care. They're undefeated. I, I don't care. And in my biggest take, what what happens when they fucked UCF? They went and knocked off Auburn. 
Exactly. Who knows? Who knows? This is why it has to be expanded. It, it's. I mean, you. If not, you're going to have teams not even wanting to play in it. They'll go make their own fucking playoff. So if you're saying, "Hey, we're not getting in on name alone," the 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 Bearcats are ten and zero, and they've had a tougher schedule than the Buckeyes. Yeah, they have a better you know, resume than they got. Three yeah, I know they wins. only beat Tulsa by three. I don't give a fuck. They beat them. I don't give a fuck. They beat them. They beat them. That's like when people say, well, Ohio State only beat Indiana by seven. Well, yeah, but they beat them. They beat them. A win's a win. And that's all we're going by. I mean, we're putting two lost teams in front of undefeated teams. I don't I don't, I don't get it. Well, um, I, I get it because it's about money. That's it. There's not enough Especially money. Especially in a year, like, a year like this year, Notre Dame is the biggest name. Yeah. Now, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and call Notre Dame bums. I, I like to get under people's skins. They're, they're not bums. They, I think they're probably – Somewhere between the four and six range. I just wouldn't have put them in because of the loss. Um, you know, but I just felt like UC deserved it. We we got to go to six, man, because we've got to get six, six or eight. Least. Six or eight because we've got to get these other teams involved. You just never know what can happen in college football. Um, but as far as the Buckeyes go, they get uh, they, they get Clemson. You know, they got a, they got a revenge game. And I'm not so sure that we know how good Clemson. Well, I'm, I'm. Let me take that back. I'm not sure that we know how good the Ohio State Buckeyes are because they've been they've been playing undermanned for the last couple games. They, they're just we don't see it. And then make it. What worries me about the game against Clemson is the rhythm. Are they are they even going to be in in sync with each other now? The Big Ten did come out and fucking take away the 21-day COVID rule. Which is bullshit. It, it, no, what's bullshit about it is where the fuck did 21 days come no, from? No, I agree with you, but come on. You're going to change it now? They now have to. you change they it? They have to. They don't have to do they, shit. They ha- what, what happens when, when you have 22 players sitting out against Clemson? Sorry about your fucking luck. Be more responsible. Don't get COVID. Social distance. Wear your mask. All that other bullshit. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. Just, it's I'm bullshit. sorry. You, th- this is the second time that they have changed a rule specifically for Ohio State. Should have, but the rule should have never been even existed. Okay, that's fine. But you change it at the last hour before the playoff. Get the they fuck ha- out they of ha- here. They had to. They didn't have you to. Had do to shit. Do- the college football playoff just came out and said that they would postpone games if they had to for COVID reasons. They already came out and said it. The Big Ten looks like shit. I disagree agree with the 21 day rule because common where the logic, fuck is 21 days come from my dude. brother just got over covid he he had a 14 day quarantine yeah I mean, I, uh, uh, 14 uh, days always been the day where did the extra seven days come from it was always stupid and i would have been fine if they would have changed it in october or november so maybe ohio state would have had a a better you know they wouldn't have to play so under man against michigan state or maybe they change it and michigan gets to play the ohio state game whatever but the fact it's just such a terrible look for the conference that has looked like a complete fucking joke since august as it is because they sat on their hands they gave them no time to make up games they decided to have the season at the last minute the schedule was released then it was changed and then it was all this shit but now they're like well ohio state needs to get in the big 10 championship to get into the college football playoffs so we can make some fucking money so yeah that six game rule that's been in place all year that everybody's based their season off of don't worry about that okay ohio state beats northwestern well you know that whole 21 day thing where we were talking about everybody's safety and we want to make sure everybody is just keeping safe from this terrible virus that's just ravaging the country 21 days stay away oh well shit ohio state might need a little bit of help in the playoff we might make a couple more bucks so you know it's not no no 17 is fine it's just fucking stupid but the it's not Ohio stupid. State's fault. We can't take it's it not. out. We can't it's take not. it out on the Buckeyes no. and say, "Oh, they're making rules. They're making rules just for the Buckeyes." 
Well, they would have done it if it were Michigan yeah, they or, or Wisconsin. Any or, team that would have got in. It's I, just I agree the with rule that. in general just fucking it's where did it come from? The big the, like, a 20, fucking it, joke. it is. It's a fucking joke. And I wish Ohio State, I wish Michigan could I wish go Ohio start State a and Michigan conference. would leave and go to a different conference together or or dude, Ohio State could make money as an independent. I don't like independence. I give Notre Dame a lot of shit for being an independent, but Ohio State could, and then just make sure you schedule Michigan every year. I don't know, but it's just I, I get, I'm not blaming this on Ohio State. I want Clemson to blow their fucking doors off. Don't get me wrong, but I am blaming it on Kevin Warren in the Big Ten because whether we agree with how the rules were set up or not, you're gonna change the motherfuckers at the end of December. Come yeah, on. yeah, it looks bad. It's no, a it, terrible. It, it, look. it, it looks it looks bad, but we gotta. As much as you hate Ohio State, we can't say it's Ohio State's fault. It's the Big Ten's fault. The whole fucking thing's the Big Ten's fault. Yes. I mean, the, yes. it's the Big Ten's fault we didn't get Ohio State-Michigan. Uh, I mean, it's just they, they look terrible. They are terrible. And, and I agree. I wish that the Buckeyes could and Michigan could stay together and, and, and go – Go f- go play fucking in a different conference or create their own or whatever. And get Speaking, fucking Rutgers out of here and shit. Why? They had a better record than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of set myself. You up. did. You did. Fuck. <laughs> All right, hey, but let's let's keep it on the Buckeyes here. Justin Fields, trash. Justin Fields did not have a good game. Now, um, um, now Sermon on the other end. That's the Trey Sermon you thought you were yeah, getting from that, Oklahoma. That's tra- that right there. That dude. That dude is becoming elite. Um, but I, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna stay on Justin Fields real quick, man. He just hasn't really looked good his last two games. But well, in he his plays defense, good defenses and his and his, well, he ain't gonna see another good defense. Well, Clemson's okay defense. Clemson's defense is good. That, when that Notre Dame game happened, where they lost in triple overtime, they were missing some defensive guys too. Um, but he and I, I'll get I in his defense, he was missing Chris Olave, um, who is the go-to, and, and he was actually missing his third receiver too. Um, you know, and he was. So what do you have to do? Freshmen. Throw to a couple other fucking five stars? Right. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, right. I agree with that. Um, but he's got to play better if Ohio State wants any chance. I mean, we were missing some offensive linemen too, or you know, a guy or two on defense or whatever. Um, but he worries me. He he's starting to worry me. I I came on here. Well, shit. Me and you last year said Justin Fields isn't going to be a good pro. The season starts and the dude was money. I mean, he, we then we agreed that. Wait, maybe he will be good in the pros. Um, and yep. now I'm kind of back on the I, – I, I wouldn't touch Justin Fields. He has a bad problem. He holds on to the ball very long, dude. Way, Way too, too long. long. That it will get you killed in the NFL. And it, then he'll just throw up some crazy shit. Yeah, um, and, and that scares me about him. Now, you can get away with that in college. It doesn't scare me as a Buckeye because you can get away with it. Um, Against Clemson? Well, I'm just saying, in like this year, he's been able to get away with it because yeah, because because they haven't really played anybody very fucking good. Indiana's good. Eh. Indiana's good, and but you're not seeing a whole lot because they lost their quarterback. Yeah, and also, also Northwestern's de- defensively their good. They're they're good too. Their offense is fucking bad, but uh, but staying with the staying on Justin Fields, but also going back to the Bengals. Justin Fields, like you said this on Twitter, he might be the reason that the Bengals don't get their left tackle. Yeah, I kind of hope he plays really well. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to hope he plays well. You got to uh, you got to I don't I don't want him to win, but I want him to just ball out and Trevor just beats him in a shootout. That way the Jags are like, "All right, we'll take him at 2." Yeah. 
or somebody will trade up or something because yeah, we could we could lose out on Penny Sewell right now because if the Jets don't get Trevor, they might just take. Well, and if Sewell. the Jets don't get Trevor, they should take Sewell. Yeah, you got you got Becton and Sewell on rookie deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Man, you're talking about a badass line. Um, shit. And you have anything else on the Buckeyes here? We're going to go to the Jets real quick. Ah, uh, well, I think that. Um, College football playoff predictions. I think Clemson beats Ohio State. You I don't think, think it's a blowout, do you? I most of the time when Clemson plays them, it is. What about last year? It was like thirty-one nothing a couple years ago. What was it last year? I don't know. Fields threw a pick right at the end. Right? We got fucked last year. Eh, well, kind of that Sean Wade hit. Okay, so Ohio State has a little bit of revenge here, and, and Ohio State has been Ohio State has been fucking undermanned a lot. I think this is a lot closer than it is. I don't want to hear any fucking undermanned excuses. I got I got to change the rules for I got though. Ohio State 37, Clemson 31. I got Ohio State and uh Alabama advancing and then man Alabama's going to be tough to beat. Mac Jones and and Devontae Smith, wow. And then uh Najee Harris too. Uh they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough, but Najee Harris was a Michigan commit at one point. I don't just put that out there. That hurts. Well, let's talk about the Jets, man. They can't even lose right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they now, if the season ended, the Jags are going to have the first pick and take Trevor Lawrence, which is a better place for Trevor Lawrence to oh, go. I love it. it. I right love now. it. I think even I, though Jacksonville as a city is a shithole, the and the fans are shit. The fans are shit. Well, I mean, like I only know one Jags. Well, fans no, I mean are. that's what I mean. I'm not saying Josh is a, as a fan of shit, but what I mean is like they don't show up a lot. Like you know what I mean? Oh, it's a okay. lot of you know. You don't know many Jack- Jacksonville fans. Even in Jacksonville, I'm, they're probably Dolphins fans or some shit. Um, you know, so there's a lot of empty seats when they play. It's kind of like how San Diego was or, or fuck how L.A. kind of is with the Chargers. Um, but, man, how do you how do you win? Like, how do you win? And <laughs> that sounds shitty to say, but, I mean, everybody wants to win. But it's like the win that will out get on Gase, Trevor, dude. The win that will get Gase fired. <laughs> like, oh, my God. They, they got to be fucking ready to kill him. <laughs> The Rams, man, come on! We're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, so in one week, twenty twenty is fucking crazy. In one week, the Jets beat the Rams and the Bengals beat the Steelers. What a fucking week! Of Within twenty four hours, <laughs> crazy the two days. And I'm this is like the highest I've been on sports forever because not only do the Bengals punk the shit out of the Steelers last night, I get to watch the world champion Los Angeles Lakers come back tonight against the L.A. Clippers. So let's move into to the early NBA. Uh, we got tip off tonight the uh, the Kevin Durant reunion against Golden State tipping off here actually here in a few minutes about seven. That, that's the one I'm looking for, man. I want to see. KD back to his normal self. I want to see KD and Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie's burning sage in the arena. And yeah, what shit. the fuck fucking, was that? He's was a like, weird dude. Somebody needs to be like, dude, don't do that shit in our arena. What the fuck are you burning <laughs> in here? And they get it. They go up against uh, Steph Curry and, and James Wiseman, and and uh, unfortunately not Clay Thomas. Uh, Clay Thompson. I wish he was playing. Man, I feel bad for him. I like Clay. Yeah, I do too. I, I like. Clay. I hate the Warriors, but I like Clay. I, I, that would have been fun with Clay. I would like to see how that went. But I think the Nets uh, win this pretty pretty handily. Yeah, tonight. because Steph can't carry a team. I agree with that too. He's yeah, just he's Steph just not big enough. I mean, he can shoot. Don't get me wrong. He's gonna have games that he he can, but he can't do it for the whole season. And then we got the big one. Uh, the the like you said, your Lakers are, are hanging the seventeenth banner. They're not. They're not. They came out today and said that they will keep the banner covered until they can have fans back in the arena. Oh, all right, all right. I like that. It's gonna be a while, guys. Uh, You're well, in California. They're getting the rings, right? 
Um, I don't. Well, I was watching that last preseason game, and they said that they they weren't even sure if the rings were going to be ready yet. Huh, I thought I seen that they were ready. Maybe maybe they did. Um, I mean, you know, fifteen, sixteen guys, a couple coaches. You've had like eighty days. You can make a couple of rings. That they're fucking expensive. Um, so. I don't know if they they will, but I, I should certainly hope they do. Um, yeah, it's 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 been it's a good twenty four hours for me in sports. I usually don't get two good days in a row, but they could they're fuck starting me up off with tonight. a heavy hitter right up there with the Clippers, man. Ah, man, I don't know. Montrez Harrell's like I think he's got like a vendetta against him. I think he's ready to fucking ball out, um, dude. Mark Gasol, just like throwing Mark. dimes, dude. Just a big dude throwing dimes. He can shoot threes. Um, I'm looking forward to that. It's the you know the that's the Lakers rival now. It's the crosstown rival. Um, I I, don't, I think it's going to be a little chippy. I think Pat Bev's going to have some shit to say to a guy like Harrell. I think Harrell's going to have something to say back. Um, and, you know, Montrez Harrell had the weak-ass white boy comment, and I <laughs> roasted him for it. Um, so hopefully he doesn't have any more of that. But as, as it comes to what I have, what's going to happen on the court, I think the Lakers are going to win – Fairly close. I think, you know, a five, seven point type game or something like so that. So this is this is a game that wouldn't shock me because it's not in the playoffs that you could almost see Paul George going off. Yeah, we'll see, yeah. You know, yeah you know, pointless P. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, I, I haven't really decided where I'm going with the NBA. I mean, if you ask me right now, what's what's your prediction? I say Lakers, Nets um, in, in the in the uh, in the NBA finals. Yeah, that was my prediction. I had the Lakers winning. I think Kevin Durant's coming back with a vengeance. He's had a lot of time off. I think it'll work with him and Kyrie, and hell, they might even get James Harden. This is what I want out of KD, though, okay? You went to the Warriors, you jumped on the 73-9 and Warriors, and then you're, like, trying to be the villain and the badass and all that shit. I never liked that fake-ass villain shit because he's not that. Just go back to being KD, being a cool dude that can shoot from anywhere, that, that can be a seven-foot fucking baller. Because I, I, I tweeted it a few days back. I was like, I just watched some highlights, and I think I forgot how good KD was because mm, yeah. he's been gone for a yeah. year. But don't try to be a douchebag and the bad like, boy and the villain. That's not you, man. Just be a chill like, like dude. And KD's who, better than Giannis. I, I think yeah, KD's better yeah, than Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, right, he's right there with LeBron. He could be the best player in the league this year, and it wouldn't shock me. Oh, no. Fuck, fuck no. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me a bit. It would shock me if he wasn't, because just when he was with, you know, the way he was playing with the Warriors, I know he had help and shit, but, but man, so what a week, what a week of sports. The Browns, the the Browns are right there in the thick of things. They can actually lock up a playoff spot this week. Uh, go go uh, expect them to go Las Vegas Saturday night. That's going to be a big one. I'm going to be locked in on there. Uh, the Bengals win a big one against the Steelers. That's your guys' the Super Bowl. That's fucking great game from I'm the Bengals. A shirt made. Hey, Ryan Finley. (laughs) (laughs) Should I buy a Finley jersey? Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Buckeyes are in the playoffs, so we're going to get that over over the the break we're going to have, you know, from – like I got a lot of time off work coming because you know the end of the year what or whatnot, so that's going to be fun to have the college playoffs. We got NBA returning. I'm interested to see my you know my Cavs see how they do. I think I'm gonna tune in for a little bit. You know I wasn't sure if I was going to, but I'm gonna tune in for a little bit and see how things are going there. You got your Lakers back, so it's it's gonna be a you know a, a fun sports are ramping up right now, man. We're gonna have it about every night and Fanduel, dude. We oh my god, ba- basketball Fanduel. I done got three lineups. I in need two to. Games tonight. I got all that money in there that I've been winning on our weekly NFL. So I, I easy, need to get bro. a lineup in tonight. Um, and, and then we we got Christmas in a couple days. Um, and to you guys that listen to us and interact with us, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, whatever it is you might 
believe in or, or celebrate, but we're going to get together with our families yeah, and, and then watch the, some NBA, some and, NFL. And the Week 16 uh, Pick'em. The Pick'em is, is open now. Martin Backery, good old party Marty. He's a big Steelers fan. We talked a lot of shit last night. I said, hey, you know, at least you won 370 bucks off that. So that's uh, open up now. And if you do listen to this, I sent out an email. Please do not put Pick'em or Picks in the description for your payment. They're shutting people's cash apps down for gambling purposes. So just send me an emoji. I'll know what the money's for. Uh, we'll get that locked up, but we are we are ready to go. So yeah, we're open. Have your guys um, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday. Yeah, we Merry will, uh, Christmas, everyone, man. We'll I hope be you back guys enjoy in here. it. We'll be back in here before the new year, right? Because our, our one-year anniversary is coming up yeah. uh, here in the locker room. So we, we got a lot of good stuff coming. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you next week. Locker Room Talk Uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.